poopy, 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 poopy. I've been constipated. Sexy. I bought laxatives at Target Ooh, today. Tell me. Oh, I bought them. Bought them, put them so in? fucking good. Oh, I'm thinking suppositories. Yeah, they're, they were, they're the sexy. Anything can be a suppository if you Ooh. put it in the right direction. <laughs> a banana could be a suppository. Mm, could be. So, are we going? <laughs> That's how we begin Trash South Street with Butthole Adventures. I guess. I'm Lou. I'm Jamie Z. And it is August 1st. Ooh. Yes, August. Anno Domini 2020. Mmm. Nice. nice. So what's, uh, what's new other than your constipation? Um. Contest. Remember that song Carly Simon song, Anticipation? Uh, constipation. It doesn't really fit. I think like Carly Simon is the one who liked to get spanked. I'm sure there's a story about, and I think it's Carly Simon, and she liked to get spanked. Talk, I'm going to look this up. Um, my mom like loved Carly Simon, so we listened to a lot of Carly Simon growing up, and yeah. she used to listen to this song, it was, Two Hot Women on a Hot Summer Ooh. Night, and we were always like, what is this? Simon. Yeah, Carly Simon. How I wonder how old she is now. I don't know. She's probably in her late 70s, because Warren Beatty's up there too, right? Hmm. Oh, here it is. April 30th, pop queen Carly Simon, whose hit You're So Vain was number one in the charts in 1973, still struggles when she talks about the panic attacks that nearly crippled her successful singing career. This is an ABC News article. Does it say anything about spanking? Um, Yeah, it does, actually. Not so vain. Let's get to it. All right, let's see. I had some delicious brisket tacos from Sly Fox today. They're yummy. Um, Riveting podcast Yes. Well, we'll edit People this out. wait at the edge of their seat for, for us to drop a new episode all, all right. the time. Before, all right, at the height of her anxiety in 1996, during her very public breakup with singer James Taylor. Oh, that's right. They did Mockingbird together. Fun fact. I have a friend yeah. who's named Carly. Ooh. And her brother is named James, and her parents literally named the Carly Simon really? James. Yeah. Huh. She agreed to perform at then President Clinton's 50th birthday party at Radio City Music Hall in New York City. Before coming on stage, she asked the band's horn section to spank her, a technique <laughs> she used to calm herself down. The whole orchestra was spanking me on the bottom, <laughs> Simon explained. The curtain went up, and the trumpet players was off the perch and spanking me, and I don't think anyone knew it was happening. He stopped just in time. All right, that's going to be it now. I have to go do something in the bathroom. Um, you can find us on Sexy Facebook. See, I knew it wasn't. I never heard that before. Yeah. Interesting fact. Yeah, you can tell that to your mom. I will, yeah. Like, you know, Carly Simon. Speaking of spankings, Mom. You know, like spankings? She was like, I, I was talking about... Maybe so. Uh, our gang. Yep. Yeah, just put your, like, your our gang DVD yeah. spanky. Or wear some spanks. Oh, I could. I usually do, all the time. I don't know what spanks are. To be honest with you, they're like tights. Oh, keep your gut in mm-hmm. and your butt in. Mm. So this is riveting. Um, yes. What's new? What's going on? It's been a couple weeks. Um, a little, yeah. I don't think there's so much impending doom, other than we might have a big hurricane. Uh, a hurricane. Maybe. Uh, lanternflies are in full bloom. Yeah, I had a bunch of lanternflies. Um, like, I saw my, actually by my house, some you know, adults. president wants to fuck up the election, mm-hmm. which literally everyone's like, no. 
Well, like, you know, he started it with the whole, like, I'm not bailing out the post office. Like, mm-hmm. it started a while ago. Like, everyone kind of knew it. Yeah. But, but then he kind of said that, so that like, that the gross domestic product, did you see that, like, took a gigantic, like, drop. No, I didn't. Unemployment's at the highest. So I think I it was a big distraction as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, he so, wants to ban TikTok as well. Well, TikTok is, like, just put, is super spyware. Like, it Biden's is. already banning TikTok yeah. for these people. He was the little robot in Return to Oz, I believe. Ooh. You know, the one with Feruza Bulk. Mm, I didn't see it. You didn't see it? Return to Oz, no. No, it's uh, it's very creepy and spooky. Mm, I have some movie or some TV series stuff to talk oh, about. All right. Um, I'll tell a story about speaking of my personal disaster. Okay. So I was hiking in Evansburg Park, as I like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was well off the beaten pack. This, this was Tuesday, which was a very hot day. And I went early in the morning... Went for a really long hike. Did not see a single person. I was way off the beaten path. Oh, okay. Do you have like, to poo? No. Coincidentally, I was listening to the last episode of Karina Longworth's series on Polly Platt, the Invisible Woman. Okay. And Polly Platt, she ended up, she died of ALS. Oh. And there's sort of, it's at that part of the podcast where they, they, they figure out something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And Sashi, who was one of her daughters, is like, yeah, mom just kept like falling a lot. And we just assumed she was... She was drinking again. Aww. And just as she says that, I fall like a sack of fucking potatoes. Oh, you might have told me. I might have. And I like, I fall downhill. I fall hard. I skid. Yeah, you did tell me that. Because I and, fell the same day, remember? Yeah. Yeah. And it literally took me something like 30 seconds to get up. And like, I, I'm telling you, like if something had happened, like they would have had to have looked for the buzzards. Because I did not see a single person that day. And I was like super fucked up. Like my arm was messed up until... Yesterday, mm-hmm. and like my hips, I was like, I might have actually hurt myself. I know that always because I go out a lot by myself mm-hmm. anyway. That's why I kind of dress obnoxiously because I'm like, well, yeah. if uh, if mm-hmm. I ever go missing, they'll be like, oh, I saw that crazy. She had that weird hat yeah. on and the dumb cat no. headband or something. Later on, I did run into a bunch of, I guess, teenage girls on horses, mm. and literally, I had to, I had to hold my breath, staggering through <laughs> fresh horsey plot. Uh. Those horses did not need laxatives or suppositories. I still have a scar right here mm-hmm. from on my elbow I'm pointing yes. to. Uh, one of the best places to fall is the boardwalk. Uh-huh. I tripped and like just slid and just skidded mm-hmm. like all the way. And I was like, all yeah. right. And then I was like, oh shit, I got about two and a half miles back to the house. Well, that was how it was. I had like a long way to go. Well, that's when I rolled my ankle yeah. uh, last November or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was the river trail, and I got to, like, where the Betswood starts. Yeah. And I rolled my... As soon as I got on, mm-hmm. like, the concrete, I rolled my ankle. I had wow. to run back. And I'm like, I need... I got to keep running, mm-hmm. or it's going to... I might have to limp three yeah. miles back to my yeah, car. I remember that, yeah. So, I don't know, Like, I got, like... Um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, I'm back on the... What we call the glass Pokedeck. Been playing Pokemon Go again. Mm, cool. Victor started some Minecraft. Oh, nice. He's been Did into that. anything? He, yeah, he builds like these gigantic TNT towers, and he does like two hundred worlds of these gigantic TNT towers. Oh really? <laughs> oh, I gotta see. And he tries to just blow them up like uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's bizarre. Uh, yeah, I, I I played Minecraft years ago, and basically I dig a hole and I live in the hole. Like he that. likes it. Like yeah. it, um, my niece plays it, so she set up the account for him down the shore. I was at the Ocean City, Jersey last mm-hmm. week. And it was very nice. The beach was nice. Um, it started getting a little too crowded for my comfort uh, on mm-hmm. Saturday. So I went up to the house around like 1 o'clock. We went on the boardwalk because it was raining. It was like slightly rainy. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that bad. Ah. But uh, yeah, that's, that's been my... 
Oh, my fun. Yeah. Oh, and also we're temporarily back to the old microphone till we sort through some issues. Yeah. That's all cool. That's it's all good. good. It's all good in the hood. So let's, uh, I guess, so since we're a music podcast, we're about eight minutes in. Yeah. Um, I am going to turn on a light so I can see. Oh, uh, we don't want to strain your eyes. Oh, I might actually have to get my reading glasses. Well, you go blind. Your readers? Yeah, I might. We'll see. I need to get a new prescription. My, I think my eyes have... Got a little worse. Yeah, so this is definitely the old people podcast because we just bitched about hurting ourselves and. Do you take turmeric? I mean, that's where we're <laughs> headed, though. Um, I do. I take it twice a day. I've been taking with my hemp oil and move free and my multivitamin with iron. Oh, What's so I'm free? anemic. I got yeah. my blood results back, mm-hmm. which they haven't called me. Um, they did a, another blood panel, like seeing what my deficiency was. They didn't find anything. No. My folic acid was kind of high. It was at like 20, yeah. which I think is like in the normal range, but the high like end. high normal, yeah. But I guess if you exercise a lot, you produce a lot more mm. folic acid. But my thyroid, my T, uh, TSH, was still high. It was uh, like point, uh, it's supposed to be like 4.5 is the high end, mm-hmm. and I was like 5. Yeah. So, I don't wait, know. Wait, lobotomy? I think so. But I guess um, they... I got it back, the results back on Thursday, uh-huh. and they never called me, so I think I'm going to call Tuesday and be like, so are we going to do anything? Are we just mm-hmm. going to let these levels check them another six months? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So enough of that uh, um, old person talk. Yeah. Let's talk about some fuck all music. Yeah. Oh, speaking of fuck all, Victor was like, WTF? And I was like, do you know what that means? Yeah. And he's like, no. And I'm like, what the F? And he was yeah. like, oh. oh well, where did he hear that? Well, he's he sees it Mark on Marin. YouTube. He sees it on YouTube. He's like, yeah, he's... Mark Maron was just interviewing Tom Sharpling. <laughs> WTF? Boomer lives. <laughs> we were we went to Barnes and Noble yesterday. Yeah, it was dead. Mm-hmm. We went early in the morning, so if you want to go to Barnes and Noble, go at like nine thirty, ten yeah. o'clock. And there was an older lady just like perusing the books, mm-hmm. and Victor's like Boomer. <laughs> that's uh, horrible. So music. Um, yeah. Do you want to start with any news? You want to just get into some reviews? What do you want Let's to? Let's talk about. Well, there is one piece of news I guess we should talk about. Mm-hmm. That's the uh, the unpleasantness with Burger Records. Yeah, yeah. Let's start with that. Then. Well, a couple weeks ago, this broke. Yeah, two three weeks ago, yeah. uh, Burger Records record uh, label that has a lot of like uh, garage psych type bands. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they are no longer a label anymore. I believe yeah. they got really slammed with sexual allegation. Uh, allegations and a mm-hmm. bunch of different stuff. Like I can't yeah. remember all the bands. Growlers. Growlers um, is a big one. Fears. Um, uh, swimmers. Swimmers. That was like the that was the first one I saw. That um, mm-hmm. Billy Joe's uh, son, I think, is the uh, drummer. Yeah. And I forget who the lady came mm-hmm. out and uh, I forget who it was that said mm-hmm. that. I think it was Lydia Knight. A lot of underage sex going on yeah. and grooming and yeah, it's pretty shitty. Yeah, um, Clem Creevy of Cherry Glazer um, spoke out against Sean Redman of the Buttertones. Uh, Sean Redman was also briefly in Cherry Glazer. They had sex when uh, he was 20, she was 14. Uh, he also gave her HPV. Um, culture it. abuse, which I have a lot of respect for them doing it. Like the lead singer, I believe it was the lead singer, I mm-hmm. could be wrong, came out and was just like, culture abuse is done. Yeah. I guess when he was 19, 18 or 19, was having sex with like a 17 year old girl and he's like yeah. you know I, I shouldn't have done this stuff like we're done being a band like mm-hmm. i can't which uh, like you know having sex with a 14 year old is one thing and i'm not i'm not saying um i'm trying to think of the right words i'm not con- i'm not saying oh this is like oh blown out of proportion mm-hmm. this should not have happened 
you just wonder like what goes through some 19 year old 20 year old guy's head other than like sex but you should kind of know 13 14 yeah. 15 you know like 17 eh, maybe but they're still under mm -hmm. age and these kids are just like getting fucked up and just living the life quotes but um you know mm -hmm. this you got to put an end to this culture you know like yeah i'm that's, trying to find some uh uh arrow to wild if you want to talk about that's the big one so yeah but i'm glad that they're they're um just outing this shit and mm -hmm. putting it into this culture because it shouldn't be fucking happening yeah the one that came out a couple days ago that we alluded to is um um oh my god what if we just uh arrow to wild of star crawler told a story about when they were in australia yeah, it was a fucked and up. it's super <laughs> fucked up and basically was after the show two guys came in as paramedics quote unquote and there were male strippers there were male strippers and she's like and she, she's whoever like, hired them the band that they were on tour with the growlers did yeah because yeah. she's like even she's like you know and even I thought it was a funny little joke for a second and then the, yeah this, wasn't it like hitting her in the face with her dick hitting her in the face with her dicks I think they stripped her off like they, they stripped her and she was like yeah and then you know afterwards it left me to clean up which means like I'm just crying uncontrollably and it's terrible I've been working through this shit and it's all fucked up and, and yeah they were gonna what change leadership yeah. And then within like 12 hours, the new person's like, nah, it's done. You can't save this. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, this shit's pretty bad. Like, I know with Billy Joe's kid, he was like 22 and he was fucking a 16-year-old. And he's yeah. like, oh, I can't have sex with you because you're 16. But then he was anyway. And then he'd be like, we can't tell anybody about this. And he'd treat her like shit. Mm -hmm. It was like all this crazy stuff. And it's a mess. And... um I'm glad it's getting called out yeah. because I'm sure this shit's been going on for years. Well, it sounds like it's been really Because the first impressive. time I heard of it was, was uh, about swimmers, and then I saw Surfboard was like, we want nothing to do with Burger yeah. Record. I forget what Surfboard said, but they're like, we don't, like, this is shitty, blah, blah, blah. I don't, it's, it's all fucked up. Fucked so, up yeah. shit. Kind of sad, but, you know, as I said, mm -hmm. at least let's get this shit. Like, you got to change the culture. Yeah. None of the labels I listen to on a regular basis got accused. Yeah. So like your, uh, hardly art and <laughs> yeah. and suicide squeeze. So you want to go down to reviews? Any more new? You want to do news or? I think that's. Um, you want to talk about? Well, let's talk about the other thing, like new um, releases, pre-orders so after yeah. we do our band. So I did see um, Black Audio is supposed mm -hmm. to uh, announced that they were going to be putting some mm -hmm. new um, some new music out, and that's what Davey Havoc his like electro yeah. band really it's excited really good, for. Yeah. You reviewed it. Yeah. Death Valley Girls. Cool. Released a, um, releasing an album in October called Spell of Joy. They refer to it as a space gospel. And I heard like the one track that released uh, This Universe is really different. Uh, Cherry Pickles, mm -hmm. around the same time, releasing the juice that that's worth the squeeze. <laughs> and whatever, you know, the single they have is, it, it, it's Cherry Pickles, it's good, mm -hmm. I'm excited. Of course, the big one, yes. the big mama is Angel Olsen. Woo! Whole new mess. Yeah. That's cool. And that's coming out at the end of the month. Yeah, it seems like a lot of stuff. They're also um, sick of it all. They're the two brothers. Mm -hmm. I forget their names off the top of my head. They they have a book written about them, or I don't know if yeah. they... Uh, I'm sure they were part of the, the uh -huh. book getting written, but that comes out August 7th. So yeah. I pre-ordered that. That's up for pre-order. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of... There's a band called Change. There's a lot of like hardcore bands coming yeah. out with... Um, there's a psychedelic band called like like Mud Something that came out I'm excited about. Cool. I can't remember... Um, I have it on one version of my notes, I'm sure. Talk slower. No, but let me go into, I guess, uh, my first interview. So this is a little different. Okay. Because this is a comp. Yes. So this is Be Gay, Do Crime, 
put out by Girlsville Records. Okay. Do you know where Girlsville gets their name, Jamie? I would guess um, the Head Cody's. Yes. Specifically the Head Cody's. And uh, Girlsville, just as a matter of interest, was formed when the founder, CJ, approached John Dwyer mm-hmm. at, a, at a Coach Whip show and was like, you want to be on my label? And he was like, yeah! And then CJ was like, well, I guess I got to make a label now because I just asked and thought you said no. And this comp is to support um, the uh, Prism Health, which is, I believe, Portland-based, and they do they support LGBTQ plus uh, physical and mental health. Cool. And there's new music here by the OCs, Gen Pop, Germ House, UK Gold. And there's like some new stuff, some crazy stuff, some out-of-print stuff, some covers. Mm-hmm. If you like punk to any degree, there's probably... like fuzzy garage punk. But I would say there's like a flavor here because they do touch on anything. It starts out like... Some of the highlights would be Boots in the Ground, which is an OCs. That's song. First song. Yeah. First song. Yes. It's my favorite song of the album. I Don't Mind Committing Crime by Stiff Love has this like really cool, has this really fat bass chords and then sort of these, this rockabilly thing going on. If Boys Got Pregnant by Becky and the Politicians, that's an Orchids cover. It's like kind of that bratty garage punk. You have a little touch of hardcore with uh, Hood Rats or Exterminated by Hood Rats. Mm-hmm. One of my other favorites is Colonize My Mind by Danny and the DeLoreans. Because mm-hmm. it sounds like fucking, like literally a 60s, like, 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 I thought it was, like, an old archived recording. The band formed in 2010, so it's, oh, like, very... Really? Yeah, huh. so... I didn't know that. Shocker. The Punk rock <laughs> is Nick Tot, which is a Billy Childish cover by UK Gold. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's, like, 19 songs. It's really it's good. It's good, really good. It supports, a, I presumably, a good cause. See, when I when you sent this to me, mm-hmm. I just put on, put on the music. I did not read what it was about. And yeah. I was like, this is weird. This sounds yeah. like the OCs. And then yeah. I'm like... What the fuck? Like I, 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 well, I, I was totally confused. So then I read like the Bandcamp mm-hmm. description. And I was like, oh, now I get it. Um, well, well I like that primitives yeah. song, and I guess that's like really well out of print. Yeah. Is it Viron Varvon? Yeah, that I really like that, that song too. That was a really too. cool song. I didn't feel like writing Viron Varvon down. And uh, Blues long. Lawyer. Blues Lawyer is really, really good. Cool. Yeah. I, I mean, most of the songs I liked. Um, I actually did not going back to that. I think Every Day is a Happy Day, whatever, which is Jesus Married. Yeah, I was yeah. not a big fan of um, the Billy Childish. I was just like, this isn't Billy Childish. Like, I didn't understand yeah. it was covers. Like, well, uh, and then I was like, oh, it makes well, sense. Well, they did. Yeah, they 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 sort of indicated that certain songs were covers very yeah. oddly. Um, like the second song, I can't remember what it is. It oh, opens Lord. like a Sonic Youth song, and it just keeps slowing down. It's like, it's 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 a very psychedelic, like mm-hmm. mind trippy song. But yeah, it was good. It was in diversion, but. Again, because it's all different artists, it's sort of hard to review. Yeah, I thought it was really good. It just once I knew what it was, then I I was like, oh, okay, I get that. Actually, it's so it's on Netflix now, but I guess some sort of physical release, probably a cassette, comes out August third. Huh. Cool. And I saw it on Bandcamp a bunch too, and I wasn't meant to listen to it, but I never did until you sent it to me. It like popped up, and I'll say like much like last time, all three of my selections, I decided to review sort of sound unheard. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Mine, I'm doing, um, so I've been really into the record label Triple B. I think they've been putting out some Mm -hmm. really good hardcore albums, and they kind of have a very eclectic catalog, and I've reviewed a ton of things Mm -hmm. on Triple B, so I just want to do some, like, newer things that I was, like, into, so I will start with one of the newest things they came out with, which is Eco Strike, Mm -hmm. a truth we still believe in, and that came out July uh, 
<laughs> the end of July of 2020, they're vegan straight edge, they're out of South Florida, and they're like 90s metallic hardcore. I saw them at This Is Hardcore last year, yeah. and they were fantastic. They like fucking had so much energy, like they were a very big standout for me watching them live. They remind me of Judge, they remind me a little bit of Strife and Buried Alive, um, that style of hardcore. So it opens up with Sanctuary, it's opening track, it's very energetic, and it's pretty much straight up hardcore, and this is what you're going to get throughout the whole album. Uh, another Promise, uh, I like the buzz of the guitars, it's just straight up hardcore, <laughs> straight edge, about breaking edge and selling, your, like not selling out yourself, um, sticking to your words and character. Really good song. A Better Way about the cruelty of animals and like having empathy. It has this a little groove like going through it. Uh, Together, obviously about unity. Yeah. Um, another song which was their single I really enjoyed was uh, See It Through and it's almost like anthem -y, Just about being belonging. I actually said that about A Better Way actually which was my favorite song yeah, on the album. Count Me Out. I actually like his vocal delivery on this song. It's very in your face and it's about opposing viewpoints. Some shitty opposing yeah. viewpoints. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the question, that is more of a hardcore anthem sound, keep fighting the good fight or not. When it gets hard, will you give up? I think the whole, like it's start to finish, it's really good straight up hardcore, really grew on me. It's a talks about a bunch of different things, unity, veganism, being true to yourself, animal cruelty. It kind of like taps into a lot of stuff that's going mm -hmm. on in the world right now. And I just think it's overall a really great, fun record um, if you're into that style of music. Mm -hmm. I didn't think you would be, like, a huge fan of it. No, I gave it a listen. Like I said, I liked... You only have um, to listen to, like, a, a few songs. A Better Way, yeah, really good. But yeah. I, I really enjoyed mm -hmm. it. I think it was a really good uh, release. Mm -hmm. So check it out. Eco Strike, a truth we still mm -hmm. believe in. Word. Burr. Which brings us to Pokey Lafarge, mm -hmm. who was the blind navigator on the Enterprise under Captain... John really? Picard, no. I was like, LaForge? No. no. Jordy LaForge? Pokey LaForge is, uh, they're kind of like a, a, they're hard to describe, a jazzy country band out of St. Louis, Missouri. This is off New West, West Records. Oh, what's that New West? I know, that's why yeah. I've heard of him uh -huh. before. Okay. Well, he played on, um, Pokey, Pokey LaForge played on uh, Blunderbuss. Oh, okay. Uh, he played on some third band things. So this is, this came out in uh, April, April, April 10th. Okay. And this is actually their ninth album. Yeah, I was surprised with how many releases. They um, and they had like a lot of EPs and singles too, and a lot of contribs. Yes. Pokey Lafarge is sort of like a, a variety pack of chips. Yes. In that it's sort of like a unified type of music, but you get a little bit of everything in there. So, you know, you get you get some country western, you get some soul, some gospel. Some some American songbook. You even get some fucking Ricky Nelson type shit. It's very like a folky Americano. Yeah, and that's what it's folky. Yes. And I was specifically like, I want to do something folk. Yes. And I had just happened to see a video for one of the songs while I was watching heart videos. And for some reason, it was <laughs> as I weird. like to do on a weekend. So it opens with the title track, Rock Bottom Rhapsody, which is an instrumental that like gets revisited twice more. In the middle and the end. Okay. And that goes right into End of My Rope, which is, I think, my favorite song. It has a lot of energy, and, you know, it's literally just about being at the end of your rope and being exhausted and, like, yeah, it's fantastic. just want to die on stage. It really, this whole album reminded me of, like, Legend, uh, Legendary Shack Shakers. Yeah. Remember that, man? I, I, I loved do. this. I thought it was fantastic. It's really good. Some Pine Hill Ants. Like, if this was, if I heard this, like, six years ago when yeah. I was going through my, uh, 
like folky country. Thing. Well, I thought about that. All um, about it. What was um not firewater? Well, firewater is a different thing. Fire dance was that was uh, J D Wilkes from yeah. Legendary Shack Shake. Fuck me up. Mm-hmm. It opens with. I think they have a video. It was like a single. That's movie. the one. It's like the devil, and that's like a very kind of like weird, janky, mm-hmm. drunken New Orleans style yes, yes. thing, and it's just being a good boy, but you're gonna get like you know. Become a corrupted and hoodoo man. Hoodoo, the hoodoo. <laughs> what was that fucking movie? Skeleton key. Skeleton key. <laughs> it's horrible. Fantastic. Movie. Uh. <laughs> I'm just like... thinking about skeleton key real quick. I'm sorry. Mm. Bluebird, which is very swingy. Bluebird um, was one of my favorites. Is it losing something? Is like good. a fucking Billy Holiday standard yeah. the way he sings mm-hmm. it. Just, just the scene. Um, very country. And yeah, it's really good. It's like a variety, like a little bit of everything. And like, at the very least, it's very easy to listen to. I agree, yeah. I picked it, and the first time I listened to it, this is going to be so weird. Do I want to review this? I really liked it. I liked yeah, it um, I was like, holy shit. Like, uh, I wasn't expecting it when I put it on. Yeah. I really like Falling Angel and A Storm A Storm a Coming. Yeah. Um, I didn't listen to the last three songs. I just ran out of time. Yeah, but uh, I figured I... I I don't think yeah. it was going to become a black metal at the end. Oh, well, it's totally was. <laughs> well, the last song is like, it's a reprise of Rock Bottom Blues, the Rhapsody. But yeah, really good. I was very surprised that they've been so prolific. Yeah. That was, I want to check out the, his other stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's up my alley. Like, I, yeah. It's very easy to listen to and it's cool mm-hmm. stuff. Supposedly, this is going to sound made up, but apparently this is 100% true. Marilyn Manson is going to do a country album mm. produced by Sturgill Simpson. It'd be interesting. It's, I don't know. It's like a... Then what we forgot about when the news, who, the big ones that dropped. Oh. Beyonce and Taylor uh, Swift. Oh, oh my God. Folklore. I thought I was going to review Folklore. Um, uh, we'll talk song. about it at the end. Um, oh, and also... I didn't listen to it. My niece did. As far as very, very prominent and totally relevant today artists. What? Alanis Morissette. Does she have a new something like that? Yeah, I got a... Yeah, I, because we bought those tickets, I got a free album uh, that cool. I have to listen to. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, Folklore. I listened to some of Folklore. Yeah, I want to listen to it. Talk about it next time. Maybe a special edition. Maybe. Anyway, that is Pokey Lafarge. And I'm going... Chief Engineer of the Enterprise. I'm going down the Triple B. Tornado? I don't know. As I said, I'm reviewing all Triple B. I'm doing the Triple mm-hmm. B Fest. Uh, um, the Fight. Endless Noise. It uh-huh. came out in March of this year. Um, they're from Long Island. Hardcore punk. Um, it reminds me... The vocalist of Freedom. If you remember me doing Freedom... The Boston, like, hardcore band, and the guy who has a really gruffy, like... Yeah, yeah. If they were to... If the, the vocalist was to sing for Os Rotten. That's what oh, they kind of right, remind yeah. me of. So, yeah, I said Freedom. Uh, they also remind me a little bit of uh, Agnostic Front. Just New York hardcore. I really like his vocals. are very gruff and brash in your face. So, I think it starts off with just some, like, talking or yeah. some clip. Um, and then it, uh, one of my favorite songs is their new aesthetic. Um, as I said, his vocals just kind of, you at first, it's the first thing you hear and you can't like stop listening to his vocals. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, he just sounds so rough. But it, ha- it has like a super vibe going through it. And I was like, oh, this is like totally up my, ma- my house. It's all about, I was reading the lyrics and they're a lot smarter than you would um, maybe think. Yeah. It's all about tech and like invasion of privacy and the algorithms of computers mm-hmm. and all this stuff. It's very, very interesting. I really like it. Next song, One in the Mirrors. Very New York hardcore, about gun violence. The Clench Fist of Human Greed, Class War, Making Money Off the Poor. Probably my favorite song off the album is Two on Every Corner. Has a real street punk vibe going through it, along with hardcore, about police brutality. Counting Days, 
kind of a more different song uh, about depression and loss. Mm -hmm. Promised Land about immigration and I guess it's Showa about like the horrors of just poverty and war and violence and all that type of stuff. I've seen this band, um, I never saw them live, but it was, uh, I, as I say, I follow a lot of Triple B stuff and they were like pressing this band and I was like, yeah, I just mm -hmm. didn't even give it a thought until I listened to it and I really enjoyed it. I was expecting like these big like skinhead guys, mm -hmm. like boots and braces guys in the picture and if you see their picture, you'd be like, this is not what I expected yeah. at all. They're kind of like long, some of them have like longer mm -hmm. hair. But anyway, it's like brutal, it's in your face, but it's really energetic with political and like uh, social lyrics. It's really well written. And I think it's a great record that addresses like a, just a bunch of problems and issues in our country. And I, I really like that hardcore with like mixed with street punk. I, I just really I do too. It. I like this album. Like I can't read what my note is. So one of the songs I, I, I noted kicks, but I can't remember what. Yeah, I liked it. I wasn't like, Lou's going to love this, yeah. but I'm like, hey... I, I was going to write you the songs just to listen to, and then I just no, I, I ran out it. of time. But yeah, um, The Fight, Endless Noise. They have a couple other EPs out, there, but I really, um, I went and ordered this. So I went on Triple B to uh, get the album, mm -hmm. and they sold out. Uh, so I had to go on Re Revolution, and I ordered mm -hmm. it off there, because it's, it's uh, yeah. gone. So, The Fight. Yeah, The Fight. Dreamwife. Dreamwife. So when you gonna... Mm -hmm. Dot dot dot. Came out uh, beginning of July. So I was going to review this last week. Were you really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. This is their second album, The Art of Foggy London Town. Yes. I bookmarked this like in February when the. Yeah. And I forgot about it and I found it. So this band was not, ended up not being what I thought it was going to be. Me uh, as well. It's kind of a trickster band. Yeah. So, it's not bad at all. Yeah. So the first song, the opener is Sports. Which is and amazing. It's song. a fucking La Tigre song. Yes. Totally. And I was like, oh my God, this is so awesome. La Tigre miss with, with CSS, which they even mentioned in there. I'm yeah. like, this this is going to be great. And then you're like, oh, okay. And Sports <laughs> opens up with this like really rapid fire, like... Old school drum machine. Drum of. machine. <laughs> the singer says the word fuck, and there's this like really awesome plucky guitar in it. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, this album's going to be so good. Yeah. And the rest of the album wasn't like that. No. <laughs> and that's why I didn't review it. So that the one song, so when you're gonna kiss me, which is towards the end, is more that style. Yeah. At least I said that I thought. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. That would be the other song that's like very similar. Yeah. Um, it has it's more of a rocky song. Yeah, as I said, it's not like a bad release whatsoever. But you're like when you hear sports, you're like, okay, is this what the whole album's gonna sound like? Wow, and it doesn't. Mm -hmm. Like it just. Validation. Yep. <laughs> I like yeah, which it uh, like validation helps with this really clever like, sort of spoken word about getting drunk in a cemetery and not being you know. And, you know, it's about trying to, like, validate yourself to others. Yeah. I really like that one. I mean, I liked all the songs, but some really stuck out. Agreed. And who would have thought that a girl band that I was reviewing would be the weak, <laughs> weak one? <laughs> so validation, like, RHRN is kind of like a, a poppy or Charlie Bliss. Yeah, I can see which, that. Which is, you know, Charlie Bliss is kind of pop punky to Probably. begin with. Temporary is a pop song about a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. The final song, After the Rain, is a piano ballad about an abortion. Yeah, it's a really happy-go-lucky. Oh, I was like, yeah, I was like, oh. I think what this what falls short this album is it's really good and like it starts off so strong and mm -hmm. that and I, they should have put sports like th third, so you kind of yeah. knew where it was feeling because it's not bad, but you have mm -hmm. the, like an expectation here, and then mm -hmm. you're like, oh, it's not, it's not like this. That that it's the only thing I can think of yeah. maybe song placement. It's decent. It's just, yeah, I thought it was good. But yeah, like so for like sports is such it is head and shoulders such a. It would be the single if it was the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know if that was the song that was like the 
the one song now when it was the pre-order. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because someone hooked me into getting it. But yeah, that's weird that you were. I going. think it was. Yeah, because I was going to review it and I end up listening to it. And I'm like, ah, like it's not holding up to what yeah. I thought it was. So that's why but, I didn't. But yeah, it was good. It yeah. Definitely listen to sports. Awesome, yeah. awesome song. And I was trying to think who they remind me of. Like, I know they. Like Lily Taylor, so but no, Lily or Lily Allen, I meant Lily Taylor. You know. I don't think Lily Allen. No, and I don't she's think so. Funny. But I was trying to think of. Um, I hear yeah, the, kind of like her English voice one. reminds me of something. They do have a specific kind of sound that alludes to something, and I just cannot think yeah. of who it is. I don't know. But, but yeah, that's that's music. Or you have one more. I have one more. All right. Oh, that's right. You do have one more. Um, because I like this. Triple B, Nudie Mag, yes. Our Milk, which came out in March. Mm-hmm. This is their debut record. They're out of California. They're pretty much power pop rock and roll. Yeah. And they're members of uh, the hardcore metalcore band Twitching Tongues. More like mm. metal. I don't know yeah. if you listen to Twitching Tongues. And no. God's Hate. Oh, that sounds like... <laughs> well, that really fits with the, the fucking punk rock 50s album that this was. Yes. Um, the, the, if you like a Weezer and like doo-wop and 50s yeah. garagey type sounds, more 90s actually, um, you'll definitely like it. I really like this. Yeah, doo-wop I did too, punk. yeah. 110, one of my favorite songs, one of the, I think the first song on the uh-huh. album. Very Weezer field, it's fun, it's catchy, I like the male and female vocals. It's something you would have heard on the radio in the late 90s, yeah. in my opinion. The Shape of My Heart. My favorite song on the album. It's a little slower, it has a Beach Boys feel yeah. a little bit to it. Like a 60s Weezer, really good song. Yeah. Please Be the One, one of my favorite songs, has a Buddy Holly feel. Mm-hmm. Um, catchy, fun, it's kind of cute and sweet. I like when the girl sings, the, yeah. a female vocalist. Our Milk is like the standout different song on there, mm-hmm. which is like very synth pop 80s. And it reminds me of George Michael slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, Summerland has a little bit of a culture abuse feel. It's like a little fuzzy. Fan of You has dual vocals and it's kind of sweet and cute, but it's kind of dorky. Kind of, it, it works, but it's cute. And then it turns like into a poppy, faster love song. And it, yeah, it has some cheese to it, but it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I Can Hear Music is the female vocalist, and it reminds me of Bleached a little bit, the band Bleached, yeah. um, and it's all acoustic. Mm-hmm. Morning Cloak, I believe it ends on, and that's like a slower, sweeter mm-hmm. song. It kind of ends more mellow. I think it's a fun, summery, power pop I, Yeah, release. it's like light. Um, I liked it a lot. It's nothing super original, but it works. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think it's, if you ever listen to Twitching Tones, and I never listen to God's Hate, you'd be like, where did this band come from? But seeing where this comes and fits into Triple B mm-hmm. Records, it's just, I, I like their whole catalog. It's, it's pretty yeah. cool. So, Nudie Mag. Nudie Mag. It's like the candy on the desk. Mm-hmm. Like the free candy of, <laughs> on the desk of hate. <laughs> like, I read some reviews and people are like, if it had some better lyrics, it'd be more memorable. No, and I was fine. like, I it's think like, it's yeah. fine for what it mm-hmm. is. So that was uh, three releases by Triple B. So yeah. check out that label. Mm-hmm. I really like that label. Yeah. That was um, Mind Force at Swinging, mm-hmm. Chopping Lords and Swinging Swords. Yeah. I've done a ton of releases uh, on mm. Triple B. Any other music? No. Um, no, I don't Taylor Swift. What? Taylor we'll talk Swift. about next time. Oh, okay. Did you hear that she, like, it was very black metal... Uh, logo that she was like gonna get sued yeah i heard about yeah yeah i didn't listen to it she's not she's not popular with the fellows sometimes Mm, that's what i heard but we'll talk about that next time yeah i want to listen to it so i want to talk about i have been watching snowpiercer the series Uh and 
I haven't been into watching TV because I have a video, a DVD to watch. I'm old. I have a VHS yeah. tape of Loose I still need to watch. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, I have these 10 episodes of Snowpiercer I've been just sitting on. And I love the mm -hmm. movie Snowpiercer. And it's from the guy that directed Parasite and The Host. And yeah. Snowpiercer. And directed Snowpiercer. Yes. Yeah. So I'm like... Kim Jun... Yes. I forget. Uh, wow. Bong? I don't remember. I feel terrible not remembering his name. We'll look it up. So anyway, I loved Snowpiercer the movie. Chris Evans was great. It was um, Tilda Swindon's so awesome. So anyway, they did a, um, um, a series, and it's um, David Diggs, who was um, Thomas Jefferson in Hamilton. Oh, all right. Bong Joon-ho. Bong Joon-ho. Okay, so then you... Okay. Um, and excuse the pronunciation if that is also incorrect. And Jennifer Conley. Um, who else is in it? There's a few people I, I like that, mm -hmm. that you would be like, oh, that guy was mm -hmm. from so-and-so. So anyway, I watched the first episode, and it's pretty much the beginning of the train. They show like oh. how like them boarding the train and shit. Mm -hmm. And spoilers, if you're gonna watch this, just don't listen to yeah. this part. So it's very interesting. It really goes more into the class wars. It shows like like you pretty much have to buy a ticket to get on mm -hmm. the train. The about like the tailies, the back of the t train, which are like the people that didn't couldn't afford tickets. Yeah, like pretty much just stormed the train and got on that oh, way. Really? So that was like the whole history of that. Oh. It was just very, very interesting. They go into that drug. The oh, drug the weird where it's like made from poop? Yeah, whatever it's made yeah, of. The poop um, drug. Spoilers. But Jennifer Conley is fucking amazing yeah. in it. The only way I could explain it, like Battlestar Galactica, the president, mm -hmm. okay? You know how like they had some class war going on there, like when they're not fighting the Cylons? Yeah. You, like someone has to get screwed to pretty much ensure the human race lives mm -hmm. on, and it's never a tough decision. It's a, never an easy de decision, mm -hmm. and that's what reminds me of Jennifer Conley. Yeah. So, the whole like Wilford Industries or whatever, there is no Wilford. It's just these three engineers, which is like Jennifer Conley and two other people. Oh, really? But you find out very mm -hmm. quickly. Like uh, I'm really not ruining much, mm -hmm. but it goes into like what happened and like. But Jennifer Conley is fucking amazing, mm -hmm. and like David Diggs is so good. There's, mm -hmm. It's just a really well written and like really cool series. As I wrote on my Facebook, so Jennifer Conley I was never really into, mm -hmm. but whenever I see Jennifer Conley, I cannot get fucking Requiem for a Dream yeah, well. out of my head. And Mark's like, "Well, I didn't see it." I'm like, "You don't don't ever it's, see it because you can't unsee it." Yeah, it's really yeah, and it's not. I wasn't, like, disturbed. Uh, like, I, I don't remember. I just remember being like, oh, my God. I'm like, thinking about it now. And it, it is it kind of, it's, it is disturbing. It's very disturbing. Just, I'm thinking about the look on her fucking face right now. And, yeah, it's something you can never unsee. There's 100% true. <laughs> um, so now whenever I see – and Jennifer Connelly is, like, fantastic. She, like, is, like, a plays a bad guy but is, like, kind of a good guy, too. Yeah. Like, it's – but, yeah, I can't unsee that scene. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it just – I don't know. I like Jennifer Connelly. Except when she's going ace to ace. <laughs> um, um, so I almost want to go. So I never liked Requiem for a Dream. I know yeah. that's a unpopular opinion. I don't like it. But I almost want to go back and watch it mm -hmm. to see if it was just so uncomfortable to watch, and that's why I didn't like it. And I, like, and I'm not a very squeamish person, mm -hmm. but I think it was just like in your face like even like the diet pills and like it was it was just like a like a rush like yeah so i, I kind of want to re revisit it and see what i think because i saw it again i never saw it start from finish i just got mm -hmm. bored with it and like and then like years later i saw the yeah. end i think i was still working in the mm -hmm. comic book store so it was like 10 years ago and i was like i did not expect that yeah. <laughs> i'm not a tremendous fan of it i tried to watch it a couple years ago but i got a bad dvd mm. i just think the whole jared leto Go into the hospital with his arm and like with his gangrene, and they're like, "We're going to go to prison." Like it was just mm -hmm. like there was some stuff that I just thought was dumb that would have never happened yeah. in a hospital. Mm -hmm. But uh, 
I don't know. Are you watching it on Netflix or where? What, the Snowpiercer? Snowpiercer. It's on TNT. Oh. So he will not be able to watch it. No. I do want to watch Old Guard with Cherise Theron. Oh, that's all. Is that she? And that? Umbrella Academy started. Yeah, I saw Umbrella Academy started. Yeah. I've been watching. There's a, it's a Norwegian sort of comedy called Norseman. Then it's it's about Vikings. I've talked about it before, and it's really weird. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's funny because they record the dialogue in. They actually they record it in like Norwegian, but they also do an English version. Mm -hmm. So they're speaking English. So that like a new season of that came out. It's actually a prequel season, and like Hmm. for something that literally no one else has seen, it's hard to describe. But they like it. They do some fun stuff there. I started watching a show called World's Toughest Prisons. Every episode, the host goes to one of the world's toughest prisons, and he stays in the prison. Hmm. And the first one, it's like literally, it's in Honduras, and it's literally like a fucking. It might as well be a shack in the middle of the jungle. And oh wow! That kind every of guy's like, "Oh, I murdered someone. I murdered my aunt." And the second one, which I'm watching now, he's in this Polish prison, and they like make oh, him like strip completely, and they make do the you know squat to make sure there's nothing in your butthole, and they like, and he's holding his piece, and like, all right, raise your hands. But yeah, so that's interesting so far. There's an episode called Rape Prison. Ooh. This apparently takes place in the Philippines. Mm, that sounds fun. But yeah, that. De Palma. Mm. Documentary on Brian De Palma where it's really just Brian De Palma talking. But yeah, other than that, you know, just listen to some tunes. Zach Efron. Is it Efron? Zach. Efron? Efron? Yes. Yeah. He has like a Netflix series out. Because oh. Mark's like, you going to watch it? And I was like, uh, I don't know. What's it about? And I guess he just goes and like, it's like documentary type stuff. Uh, it looks kind of interesting. So I might check that out. But. Yeah. I'm not familiar with his work. He was... You should watch the Bundy movie he was in. Every time I see him now, mm-hmm. he, uh, I think Ted Bundy. I uh, can't get him out of my head. I, like, it's like the ace to ace. Ace to ace. <laughs> and she's looked... Y'all look too happy. Sometimes you gotta do things. So that... So I was thinking of uncomfortable movie scenes. Yeah. So I love that. I Like that's... I, uh-huh. I wouldn't say I love oh, that. Oh, I have one, by the way. But go ahead. Uh, uncomfortable, but yeah, fucking amazing. And I think we could both agree on this. Mulholland mm-hmm. Drive... Naomi Watts. Oh, the... Kate finger-fucking herself. Yeah, the Jill, the Jill off scene. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very... You're like, what wanna, the fuck? Uh-huh. I, I love that movie. I, I want to do almost my mixtape of uncomfortable sex scenes because it'd be like that. It'd be like... Underworld? <laughs> I rewatched Underworld. And it's actually the second Underworld. There's a sex... See, it, Underworld's horrible. It's, it I makes, like Underworld. Um, it's like... No, it's because Kate... I like Kate Beckinsale. I think she's but so like beautiful in it, but it's like... She's so blah. Yeah. But that sex scene is so lax, like lack yeah. Like it's just like, uh, the, this is the director like, have sex. Well, you know what I really... <laughs> Pretend you like it. You know what a really good sex scene is? And by good, I mean not good at all. The orgy scene in the second Matrix movie. I didn't see this in Matrix movie. Uh, you're missing out on some hot fucking sex. Oh, there's a... There's also, you know, there's a movie called Bastard out of Carolina. I've heard of it. Oh, it's a very good movie. It's kind of brutal. Like, little, I forget who plays Bone. Jenna Malone. I think it's Mm -hmm. an early Jenna Malone movie. And she more or less gets, like, raped. She does get raped by Ron. I forget the fucking guy's name. But it's, it's... it's an interesting movie, but it's called Bastard Out of Carolina. Mm. It's like, th- this girl's life is terrible. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Funny Games disturbed me. Oh, Funny Games. I forgot about Funny Games. Funny, uh, for some reason, that just like hit a chord with me. I think it's like I just moved in my house, and I was, yeah. I don't know, it just, eh, I don't know. Remote control? Yeah. I didn't care about that. Like, that's yeah. when you're just like, it's this, ge- yeah. You, it was genius mm-hmm. to a point, because you're like, this is, so, you hit the third wall, mm-hmm. and but... 
You're like, there's no getting out of this. All right, here's one we're talking about uncomfortable scene. This is one, it's not sexual remotely, but I watched it the other day and it made me so uncomfortable and I never realized how uncomfortable it made me. You ever, have you ever seen A Serious Man? Yes. It's, I only saw it once a long it's, time ago. This is Gerald Johansson's in that, right? Not A Serious Man, no. So it's, it's a the Coen one, Brothers? It's a Coen Brothers movie. It's not... The black and white one, right? No. Uh, maybe I didn't. Which one's the black and white one? I don't know. <laughs> Blood Simple? No, I didn't see Or Blood the Simple. one that was... It's one of the newer... No, we're not talking about that. Scarlett Johansson was also in Hail Caesar, which is good. I didn't see Hail Caesar. That's good. But anyway, no. This is... Um, Serious Man is... Takes place in the 60s. Mm-hmm. What? In a Serious Man? Yeah, I thought there was a woman. Like a girl. The woman... There are a couple women, but I don't think it's anyone mm. I can think of. But anyway, as we go further and further <laughs> down, a Jewish—it's about basically being Jewish, mm-hmm. and he's a physicist, and his wife's gonna leave him, and everyone like. Yeah, maybe I didn't see it. It's then. actually like really deep, but there's a scene. So his son is a big—he's like a big weed head, mm-hmm. and he's at his bar mitzvah, and he smokes up, and he's super stoned. And there's this scene where he's like super stoned and they wanted to read from like the Torah like you're supposed to. And it is so fucking uncomfortable because he's just staring. And he, like the cantor is like trying to get him to That's start. Awesome. It's worth seeing. It's good. It's on Netflix now. Oh, you know what else I watched? What? Uh, Into the Spider-Verse. I watched it last night. Oh, that's good. I finally I like saw it. Yeah, yeah uh, it was our, the man who wasn't there I think I was thinking of. Yeah, that's the one, um, yeah. Yeah, it was our Friday night movie with Victor, and I thought I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I really it was liked really, it. Really, really good. I, I think... liked uh, Spider Noir. <laughs> oh yeah, Nick Cage. Yeah. Victor liked the uh, Penny Parker, the like uh, Japanese schoolgirl with a robot. Oh, or I liked it. Yeah. I of course loved Peter Parker. Yeah, I was about to say Peter Parker. Spider Ham. The, the, yeah, it's the best. Played yeah. by John Mulaney. I like I. Laugh like a crazy person. Yeah, I, yeah, I like, that <laughs> I like that movie a lot. Yeah, um, I thought it was really, mm-hmm. really well done. It was one of the better superhero yeah. movies. I thought it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Anyway, just just think of Requiem for a Dream before you go to bed. Be watching that. I'm gonna be watching Carly Simon <laughs> get spanked. Gonna watch some uh, Mulholland Drive. I've been wanting to watch that for a different reason. It's a fantastic. I love it. I get more like each time you watch it, you just pick up more subtle, weird mm-hmm. shit such a great movie but i think i won't be watching those tonight did you hear this the theory that um is it dalton okay once upon a time in, in uh hollywood uh leonardo's cat character what's his name something dalton rick dalton rick dalton yeah. apparently rick dalton is the guy in django that leonardo plays there's like a a theory wait that rick dalton is the plays, racist dude pays candy was that his name so, Leonardo and Django. So, if like, Django was a movie, Rick Dalton would be Rick Dalton. That Apparently, guy. it's right. like, yeah, that, that right. Rick Dalton is Maybe. like playing that movie. I know. Um, that movie star, or something like that. No, I get it. All right, I get it. Get it? Like, it like, yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm not the best of it. No, I get it. It's, um, yeah. So, Trash South Street. Things and stuff. Trash South Street. Um, trash to trash. Trash to trash. H to H. All right, I All guess right. that's a wrap. You can yep. find us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You can email Lou. We'll look at it. I won't. Yeah. On TrashSouthStreet at gmail.com. Uh-huh. Um, if you have anything to review, you want to, anything, we're, we, yeah. we're up for anything we'll, we'll whore other for than that. No ace to ace. Ace to ace. <laughs> or we just get all these. Or if you're like Snowpiercer, if you want to talk about any movies or like, mm-hmm. hey, have you watched this? Like, 
fucking mm-hmm. wait, 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 yeah. whatever. If you watch Climax, we can talk about that eventually, <laughs> folks. I will, I There's will. All right, anyway, um, bye-bye, everybody. See ya. Expense on music going to the phone tonight doing research. Do research. Ace to ace. Ace to ace. Like, like me and that uh, that banana it. in about 20 minutes. <laughs> you and the kitty. <laughs> oh. Oh.